Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Recording live from the HR Tech Conference in Las Vegas from the Fuel 50 booth. This is the Chad and Cheese Podcast weekly show. I'm your, yeah. This is I don't tight. know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, I'm your co-host, Joel the Edge Cheeseman. And this is Chad. I can't fucking believe we went to the Sphere last night. So wash. I know. That's exciting. And on this <laughs> abbreviated episode of the Chad and Cheese Podcast, we're talking HR Tech Conference news and stuff. interesting stuff. stuff. We're talking Harry. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman, I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay, that makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text uh-huh. kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text Kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, Okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Nachos. (laughs) How you feeling, man? Day two and a half, I guess. Yeah, and I, I got to say, it's it's hilarious because we come here and I mean, HR Tech's HR Tech. You see the yes, startup alley. You see the big. You see the big names. You yeah. see, 
companies getting funding, which we'll talk about. You know, it's it's same as it ever was to some extent, but it's more exciting because of all the AI aspects yep. of it. Yep. Uh, and then, you know, we got lucky last night and scored, scored some tickets for you, too. Yeah, let's talk about us, because I feel like that's what our <laughs> listeners want to hear about. So this has been an incredible trip. Yeah. I got a few shout outs, thank yous. Sure. Plum, Plum is on the list. Oh, hell yeah. Sponsor of the show. All you need is Plum, Rum baby. Plum with Plum. All da, you need da, is Plum. Da, da, they da. always do a great job of creating a theme around a promotion. Tying shit together. All you need is Plum. The yeah. Beatles love imagery. That's amazing. T-shirts, stickers. Yellow they submarine. Went full in, oh, yeah. Uh, drinks before. So if you haven't done the the Love at the Mirage, Cirque du Soleil, uh, show. Yeah. If you love the Beatles, even if you don't, I think you're going to know a lot of the songs, no matter what. Pro tip. Pro tip. Take yep. a gummy before you go. <laughs> Take a gummy, about 10 milligrams. It'll rock your world. Oh, yeah? yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you didn't do that. You're just, I did. You're just... Julie did, but I did last night for you, too. So, and that, so yes. Pro okay. tip. Well, let's not jump ahead. So, pro, pro tip <laughs> on the gummies. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, not for the kids out there. Uh, yeah, don't not, you, not don't these gummies. Just say no, kids. Yes. So then last night, we get a basically falls in our lap. Yeah. Tickets to the Sphere. Yep. If you don't know what this is, it's basically a huge digital ball in Vegas that it, has digital you said it earlier. It's, it's the future. Animation. It's the future. It's so, fifth element so shit. So we get to go uh, to see you two at the Sphere. Yeah. Great tickets, great seats. Paradox, another great sponsor. Yeah. Shout out to them for, for hooking us up for amazing, that. Amazing. What were your What were your thoughts on the Sphere, U2, all that? Because I think we're both blown away by yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was funny because last week I was actually showing TikTok videos to my to my daughter yeah. uh, of the Sphere. And I was like, isn't this the coolest thing ever? And she's like, well, are you going to go? I'm like, sweetheart, I mean, tickets are like 1200 bucks. I doubt it, right, right? Right. And then last night we were on our way, and I called her. I'm like, "We're going to the Sphere." <laughs> I felt like a little kid. Um, but we got there. You're outside, not even inside the venue yet, yeah. and it is this humongous digital ball, and it is just. I was awestruck. Yeah. I took one picture. That's all I could do. I yeah. had to get inside. Uh, got inside. It was really easy to get in. I was. It, it holds eighteen thousand people. This ball yeah. holds eighteen thousand people. Uh, we got in really easy, uh, got beers pretty quickly, and I mean, the experience in itself, as soon as you uh, 2 got on stage, I've never been in such a, an immersive experience in my life. I believe this, in many cases, will replace that of what we've known as VR. The arena show. Well, yeah. oh, okay. The arena okay. show and so VR, you're go to VR, too. Like, yeah, yeah. None of this in your living room yeah. experience. People are going to want to be here. AI cannot replace no. what happened no. last night. They, and, and they can't replace doing it with 18,000 of your closest friends. Yeah. I mean, the and that's what it feels like. Oh, it yeah. was amazing. Yeah. When when you have the, the intro to Streets Have No Name, yeah. oh, that, how it just goes up and, uh-huh. and then everyone starts jump. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. You can't replace that uh, with VR. So when, when I saw this thing getting built, I had no idea it was going to be like this digital yeah. eyeball. Yeah. Uh, in the center of Vegas, we saw it from the high roller at, from Unleash. Yeah, at the first, I, I just, saw it getting built, it's just like and I'm this like, black ball. Okay, it's eighteen thousand people. 
how are they going to fill that? Because usually uh-huh. when it's Celine Dion at the whatever, uh-huh. you know, it's like 5,000. It's pretty uh-huh. easy to fill. Yeah. This was a big thing. I'm like, how are they going to do that? Just because it's a ball? Like, big deal. And then when I saw the digital thing, oh. I thought, oh, that's really cool. Yes. And then you go in, and we start seeing the TikToks of all the, the digital just stimulation. Um, I was blown away. It had like, it must have been like... Romans going to the Colosseum for the first time. Yeah, that yeah, must yeah. have been what it was like. The quality of the video, though, was and the sound. Yeah. amazing. There were scenes, and we don't want to spoil it, but where like the edge is on guitar yeah. and he's looking at the camera, and yeah. you feel like every every little nook and cranny of his Everything. face is there. Literally, he's, he looked like a true giant, almost like three D. Yeah. I mean, it was it was amazing. Remember when the ceiling like looked like it was coming down? It was down? coming down. Yeah, like oh, it was going to crush us. Yeah, man. it was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, I was telling you that there there are a few episodes in my life where I thought that's the future. Yeah, the internet, yeah. digital camera, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, smartphone. This was one of those moments. Yeah. This is yeah. the future of entertainment. We talked about boxing fights, uh, sporting oh, matches, yeah. football. Yeah, obviously just, uh, more yeah. music. This thing is going to be in every major city. Big acts are going to want to play there. Smaller acts. I guess the dome can be as big as you want. It could be five thousand. It could people be. And if it could want. be. It could be just aspects of like you know screen domed screens, right? Because we're seeing like Dallas Cowboys Stadium for God's sakes. The whole fucking place is a screen anyway, yeah. right? This this is just beyond that. Yeah. And being able to like integrate some of these some of these technologies into it, I think that myself is is where we're going to see arenas going. Yeah. Yeah, we don't make stock picks on the show, but oh, it is a public I'm company. This. I am picking this. <laughs> and when you lose your shirt, call Chad. Don't call me. <laughs> I don't said I'm me. picking this. I didn't say anybody else should pick this. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> so we, we, we mentioned Plum. We mentioned yeah. Paradox. A few other thank yous I wanted to mention. Uh, our friend Omar at Job Pixel yes. took us out for a great night. Oh, yeah. Uh, his wife is a saint. Oh, my uh, God. A baby that doesn't sleep. <laughs> and then there's the baby. I'm talking about not Omar, Omar. but the actual hey, baby. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. She's got her hands full. Uh, shout out to her. Uh, Keith Sonderling, friend of the show, four-time now uh, guest. Yeah, amazing. EOC uh, commissioner. Shout out to him. He was at the show last night in the pit. I want to know if he was wearing a suit. No, I don't think he was. Okay, no suit. Because he actually said he was going to go. He was going to go change. I told him we got tickets, and he's like, "Oh shit!" And then he went and he found. He found tickets. tickets. Oh yeah, he found tickets. Yeah, and Shane Gray uh, was there last night. He he was posting pictures. That was great. Good time. Good time. Um, Plum, I said uh, paradox. Obviously, Uh, shout out to Rich Wilson, our friend at um, Gigged. Oh yeah, gave us. Gave us some scotch. Uh, gave me some and scotch. Kilt, we'll get to how kilt, I got kilted, that. Kilted yes. yoga. Kilted yoga. <laughs> how how deranged are our fans that they thought to bring a kilted, was it hot yoga or just, no, just yoga? Kilted yoga. Kilted yeah. yoga. Yeah, just kilted yeah. yoga. Yeah. We're going to do that. Yeah. We're going to do that they in know, Scotland. They know the audience. Yeah, we're going to go to Scotland, drink drink yes. some peated, yes. peated lovely Nothing like golden doing liquid. downward dog in a kilt. <laughs> In a kilt, okay? <laughs> Underwear optional, <laughs> apparently, on some of that stuff. So shout out to him. Also, Joe Wilkie, who brought over some bourbon. Yes, which, which you were I able got. to keep yes. because you're not the biggest uh, Scotch fan in the no. world. And really just some of our fans. Uh, Colleen DeGeorge. Oh, dude. Loves us. Yes. Messaged both of us, I think, to just belts and suspenders <laughs> that she was going to get in front of us. Yeah, yeah. She came by. Uh, Chris Brevik, who we, oh, yeah. who we didn't know necessarily. He comes by, says hi. 
Dude's got a Chad and Cheese t-shirt on he's under his Oxford. This. Yeah, yeah. Like he's incognito <laughs> from his company. And he said, hey, guys, I just want to show you like he's got the shirt. So we got him on social media. Um, we still have a few more hours here at the show. I'm sure we'll run into more people. But of yeah, course. Love seeing old friends. But those that list there for me was a special list of thank yous and shout outs. Yes, that's that's amazing. And shout out to, to Loom for getting acquired. Yeah, a- let's get Atlassian. into some of the news here. Yeah, fucking almost a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, what a thought. Little Loom. I mean, seriously, Little Loom. Little Loom. Little Loom. A, a billion dollars. Yeah, uh, we had some people come over and say hi and, and talk about this. Uh, talk about an an unmotable business. Like no mo- <laughs> They're saying uh, like a case of Red Bulls, and we could do we could create Loom <laughs> in about a weekend. So I'm not sure if that billion dollars, they must have one hell of a roster of clients I, that are using it or have some really interesting plans. They've got great adoption, though. Yeah. I mean, they've always, I, I think Loom, and again, to kind of like be first to the show um, gives you that gives you that advantage. And they, I, I would assume they've got a hell of a portfolio, not just from a, uh, not just from a, a, a Fortune 500 or, or, or Fortune 1000, Fortune 2000, yeah. but just dudes like you and I going and doing the transactional side of the house so that they've got the transactional and then they've got the big account so I, I would assume that they've uh they were worth it yeah they were one of the sort of everyone was talking about zoom back in the, the pandemic yeah. and loom was kind of quietly we're this remote demo yeah. take customers through the product uh solution that i guess sort of flew under the radar until now uh, when someone wrote a big check for them. <laughs> so shout out to, to Loom for sure. Talking about big checks. Should we talk about a big and check? And big decks. Oh, yes. <laughs> checks and decks, yes. Stay tuned for some great episodes from uh, our time live here at the Fuel 50 <laughs> booth at HR Tech. I have a shout out for uh, candidate, candidate.fyi. Not candidate. What? It's it's actual candidate how you spell it, okay. not FYI. So, so these guys, uh, it's an ex-Googler. And I know that the history of ex-Googlers creating companies in our, our industry aren't great. Eh. Uh, but, but these guys are creating, eh. it's kind of a, a secret project, but they raised a pre-seed of $1.3 million, which isn't too shabby. That's legit, yeah. Pretty legit. Uh, they're in invite-only mode. So if you're interested in checking it out, that, everybody, you got to go to- That is always so sexy. You got to go to Canada. Yeah, people love the scarcity. They want to get into the party. The velvet rope is always- attractive to yeah. people. So candidate.fyi if you want to go check that out. Apparently it's creating experiences during the hiring and interviewing process, which sounds very Gen Z to me. I'm excited to see what the hell this thing is going to be, but, yeah. but shout out Who to knows? creating some mystery. It could be gerbils some on a wheel for all from the fuck we know. Uh, yeah, candidate.fyi yeah, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Should we get into some real news stories? Yes, I want to quick. talk about money. There's some money. Let's talk there, about there money. money. So the big story this week, Chad and Cheese sponsor Harry, that's H-A-R-R-I, I. has raised can 43... I buy, can I buy a vowel? Yes, you can. You can buy a vowel. Vanna's been sick lately. I don't know if you've seen yes, this. She's yeah. got the COVID. Apparently. Well, Ooh, that's what they're saying anyway. That's not good. She's been out a while. That's not good. Anyway, get well soon. Yes. She, she's not a, a young Still buck. Still hot you know. 40 years later. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no spring chicken. Okay, so our friends at Harry have raised uh, $43 million in a Series B round. Uh, this brings total funding to $112.2 million. Wait they're, a minute. Wait a minute. Not- I think I see one of the... I, is that Jack? I think that's the... C- Jack. 
Come here. Come here, Jack. Wait a minute. We've got another. This is the luxury of the live show, oh, this is amazing. everybody. Go we on, get to just seat, pull man. in. Take a seat. Pull in high profile, yes. highly paid executives. Look at that. that. I mean, look at this jacket, for God's sake. Randomly sakes. hanging yeah. out. So I could say the news, but why don't we hear it from you? What's what's going on at Harry with uh, the the release the release this week? I'll keep it I'll keep it tight. <laughs> keep it tight. Uh, keep not it a tight. lot. Not a lot actually. Yeah. No, we've got we've got a lot going on in the platform, but we're excited to announce our Series B uh, our Series B raise. We raised forty three million dollars, fueling growth, um, and and super excited. So led by Adelia Capital Management, who's a credit oriented fund and follow on investment from Golub Growth who's been a great partner for us. They were in our A round, and now they're in our B round as well. So, yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on, fully capitalized. Money or cookies are in the bank, as we say. Uh, <laughs> and, and, yeah, we're super excited to let... So what are you going to spend that money on? We, 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 what, what are we doing? Hold on real quick. What are we doing? What, what's the valuation now? <laughs> <laughs> Wait so a minute. So we're not disclosing valuation. Not disclosing. This has got you, right? Um, no, we we are we. <laughs> Have you heard our show? Yeah, of course. No, we're excited. It's a it's a nice up round for us, especially in this market, uh, yeah. to be able to announce an up round. Not disclosing valuation, but uh, again, with Adelia, super excited for the partnership. They've got very deep pockets and are going to continue to invest in us. We believe. Amen. So That's what are you going to nice. do? What are you going to build? How many more people are you going to hire? What geo <laughs> Geo targeted. Are we expanding? Yeah, I mean, are we, we taking over other countries? So, yes. so What's going the on? mantra for us is capital efficiency. So we're bringing in forty-three million, but he we're going to be, be a CFO. Smart, <laughs> smartly deploying that capital. Let's put everyone to sleep. Yeah. Capital <laughs> uh, if you've ever met a banker around here, they probably tell you the same thing. Uh, but we've been trying to avoid them. Um, yeah. So, so our platform, particularly around talent acquisition, is really well bulletproofed. Workforce management, which is the second sort of product that we launched has a little bit of work to go, so we're going to deeply invest in that. Um, you know, system of records, system of operations, contiguous data flow, all that costs money to build. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so we're going to continue to invest in the platform. Our go-to-market team, uh, it continues to scale. And as you guys know, I'm sure many other SaaS companies, particularly in the HR space, you know, go-to-market is challenging right now. Yeah. Uh, the deal cycles are taking longer. There's more decision makers at the table. And so we find that investing in go-to-market... Money's not free anymore. Money, money is not free. And yeah, so when the decision is, you know, a five and a quarter T-bond or, uh, you know, open up your wallet and, and invest in the companies, there's, there's some real decision-making yeah. process that goes into that. So, which is another reason why we're so thrilled to get this thing behind us. Uh-huh. Um, you know, markets are going to continue to be crunched. Yeah, capital is going to continue to be scarce. Um, so, yes, we're happy for it to be behind us. But companies who are coming to market now, they're going to have some challenges. How many, how many countries are you guys in right now? So we primarily operate in the U.S. and the U.K. Uh-huh. Uh, when customers pull us into more markets, we'll go with them. So we're across... I think 25 countries now. Is that the um, expansion? I mean, is that like the expansion strategy? Because as you get those bigger clients, they're going to drag you. That's into, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So large, the large enterprise system tends to be concentrated in one country, but then they'll pull throughout. Yeah. Especially the franchise space that we operate in and large hotel chains. So Radisson, for example, uh-huh. have pulled us across mainland Europe, and we're exploring things in APAC. APAC is. Very difficult to do business in in oh. some of the, in some of the countries. Can't imagine. So It'll get easier with all the peace, peace. Yeah, peace sure, times. sure, sure. Yeah, there's going nothing around. going on over there right now. Um, but we we try to move with our customers. It's, 
So that's regional expansion. Vertical expansion sort of the same. Uh -huh. We're not actively approaching new verticals, but if verticals come to us and are interested in taking our product with very limited new dev, yeah. we're, happy, we're happy to engage in those conversations. So focused. Exactly right. So yes. you, you mentioned uh, Radisson. Your, your press release talks about McDonald's, Subway. For those out there that don't exactly know what Harry does, what are you doing for a McDonald's or a Subway? So our, you know, our elevator pitch is yep. where we are the end-to-end -end human experience platform focused on the frontline worker and vertically focused in the hospitality industry. Hospitality for us means restaurants and hotels primarily. Yep. Um, and so for McDonald's, for example, we're going to be their workforce management system. Um, and we will time and attendance scheduling and compliance is big in, in our industry. Sure. Oh, so, yeah. so we have a layer of compliance that weaves through both talent acquisition and workforce management that helps our clients defray the risk of significant you know, litigation and regulatory risk. And will the new money, the new funding, will you, will you expand that? Will you look at healthcare, any of those other sort of High frequency. He said focus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just poking the bear to Making see. Making sure we're listening. You know, oh. the, the healthcare industry right now, you know, it's a it's a buzzword, yep. particularly in in SaaS. Uh -huh. um, we believe you know hospital healthcare and acute healthcare is a very difficult market to operate in, yeah. and we're not necessarily interested in expanding there. Non-hospital, non-acute healthcare, you know, nursing homes and and things along those lines, we're exploring and dipping our toes in. We're not interested in big bang vertical expansion. We go into a vertical very focused, yeah. um, ensure that we can actually operate there and there's nice. not regulation that we don't know about, and then we'll double down. So some of the money will likely eventually go into new, new vertical expansion, but smartly focused. No banging, Chad. No big banging. <laughs> no big banging. What I'm hearing from I don't know. From him. What else do you want to say about Harry or what's going on with the, the funding? Are you, are you looking for more money? Is the IPO coming? Like, what breaking news <laughs> oh, do you want us, to drop on us, us today? Let us pop the corks first, please. Uh, so, we, so we closed our round on Friday. Um, we announced it on Tuesday of this week, as you guys know. So we're, we have no plans to raise additional capital at this point. We're going to take that 40 very deliberately invested um, and at some point in the future uh, you know perhaps there's a there's an opportunity for additional liquidity or, or capital markets transactions but yeah. we'll, we're gonna enjoy it for now at least I mean we're in Vegas so yeah yeah, yeah so, so you're gonna <laughs> Throw some on the blackjack table. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I just well, said. if you put it, yeah. yeah, if we double up quick, then we'll never have <laughs> then to come be back, fine. right? Yes. But as good. a fiduciary, you know, yeah. of course we're not doing He's that. He's good. He's good. He needs to be on the mic more often. We do. We do. <laughs> fiduciary, capital efficiency. Yeah, too many yeah. buzzwords. Uh, if you walk around here long enough, you'll hear them all. He's sexy. He's sexy. More Big Bang, less capital efficiency. For, for our listeners that want to know more about Harry or the Rays, where do you send them? Uh, Harry.com or reach out to us directly on any of our social platforms. Excellent. And that is H-A-R-R-I. Correct. Not Y. Yes. Oh. And, and it's, it's busy for you. I know. You've got all this money coming in. You've got all these people who want to talk to you. We appreciate you stopping by yeah. and actually taking a little time with us. Of course. Too much money is better than not enough money, right? <laughs> As a right. fiduciary. Exactly right. All I right, man. It, guys. Get out Thanks of here. Enjoy the show. Go make Good some more money. Later, dude. What a, what a nice guy. The I British know. companies always have such nice 
They do. Uh, cerebral folks that always like. <laughs> it's the Scots that we have to worry about. The Scots are the ones. That, oh, they're the ones that we have to worry about. I don't know about that. Okay. God. Okay, so that's Harry. Do you want to take a quick break? Yep. Maybe, maybe hydrate a little bit. Yeah. And we'll come back and talk about some more news from the industry at HR Hit Tech it. Fuel 50 booth. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. We are back here from HR Tech Live. Oh, I need some water. Day two and a half. I need water. We're dragging a little bit, dragging a little bit. Now there's no rest for us because we head out to Europe when we get home for the Unleash yeah. in Paris. Everybody Somebody, feels so bad for us right yeah, now. <laughs> oh, they're turnaround. Oh, they're going to Paris. Oh, Portugal. Oh, oh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Switzerland pit stops. <laughs> we oh, do this for my. you, people. We yes. do this for you. All the wine is for you. Our death, <laughs> death by liver pollution is all to you, people. Amen, to amen. You people. Okay, so I had a... I had a uh, a news item uh, from the shred. By the way, the shred was loaded uh, this week. Really? Loaded with you know a lot of like one million, <laughs> like two million, like, like, your, like your nachos are usually. That's good. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. Mine and my potatoes. Oh, by yeah. the way, loaded potatoes and yeah. my soups and yeah, pretty much everything I like loaded. But yeah, if you haven't listened to the shred, it's it's. It's only subscribers to the podcast. You can only listen to it on a Yeah, you don't have to pay for it. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to pay for it. But anyway, a lot of news this week, a lot of funding and whatnot. But but one that stood out to me, and I'm going to withhold the name. Okay. Because I really just want to talk about the name. But the news is pretty significant. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. So this is a Middle East company, which we don't talk about very often. No. Uh, They closed a $30 million Series A funding round. Marking the largest Series A investment for a software as a service company in the Middle East, which okay. I think is, is pretty significant. So they, got they provide uh, HR 
tech solutions such as recruitment, management, and payroll processing, pretty much one of those platform to rule them all. Yeah. Uh, they have over 3,000 clients. They've been around since 2016 and have about 200 employees. Now, that's pretty cool news. Yes. But I want to talk about their name. Okay. Their name is Jisser. <laughs> J-I-S-R. Oh. Who, who is... Who is making these company names like Spets and Jisser? <laughs> when they come to the U.S., how how hard is that for salespeople to say, uh, "Hi, this is Joe, Joe from Jizzer." Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, yeah. Excuse Jizzer? me. Excuse Jizzer? me. Jisser. 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 What? I'm sorry. Yes. No. You, the, we don't want any. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so big new. The Middle East obviously is a hot zone. Yes. Uh, we, we obviously would love to see companies more capitalism, more commerce, yep. more more capital flow into the Middle East. This is a great. This is a great story, uh, not just for for companies in the Middle East, but the fact that this is. A human capital company, yes. uh, in the vein of like maybe an Indela, uh, High Bob, etc. The Middle East is an interesting place to be. Oh yeah, and this funding round certainly showcases that. So much news, man. This so is Chad news. with Jizzer. How are you? Oh God. Oh, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it either. I just don't the get it. The names of these companies. The anyway, these companies. moving on. Jesus. Yes. Oh. Yes. What else do you want to talk about? We, we really didn't get a chance because we've been here in the Fuel 50 booth yep. doing some pretty amazing interviews. I, I was very surprised, let's just say that, yep. because usually we'll, we'll get, you know, interviews that are thrown at us and we have to kind of like, we have to do a lot of work to make them good interviews. Not this time. I mean, Fuel 50 gave us some really yeah. good, I mean, good people to talk to. Yeah. Um, so we're going we're gonna to be having uh, some of those and they're, they're like 15 to 20 minute uh, podcast episodes that are going to be coming out over the next few months. Look for those. And the topics are, are a variety oh, of, of, very of much. specifics, EOC, AI, uh, big data. We had capital, uh, people that are giving money to these companies, writing checks. So yeah. it was a really nice variety of, of interviews that we did yeah. uh, this week. I want to talk a little bit about some of the, the conversations we've had with some of the head, you know, the higher ups at, at some of these these companies. One in particular, we won't mention names, was really painting a dark, dire picture for <laughs> for towards the end of October. That's because he was around during 2007. I'm not. Don't I'm not, give it away. You're going to give too many clues. He's, he's been he's been around. To who since said this? So 2007, which makes which his opinion yes have some weight important yes. important so I don't, do you, indicators are you are indicators. you seeing are you envisioning some dark days ahead do you think that's a little bit of hyperbole what what's your take i think any founder who is not thinking that are their dark days ahead is one that's going to spend way too much fucking money right yeah. and, and and right now from what we're seeing and what I'm actually hearing from founders around check writers is they're actually writing checks now. Yep. Is that Q4 is started to open up. It's starting to kind of like they've opened up the, the wall a little bit more. And yep. I think what's happened is that we've heard in the news all this, you know, hard times are coming, get ready, yeah. recession, recession, recession. Yeah. And everybody just, they just tighten up, right? Yep. Everybody tightens up and then they're not spending money. Now, since it hasn't happened, the Fed has done a goddamn good job, right? I wish we had more tools yep. than what just raising fucking interest rates. But other than that, they've done a good job. Uh, and now I, I feel like fourth quarter's coming around. There's still money to be spent. There's still money to be spent. Yes. Uh, Fans everywhere. Fans everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's, it's warm and fuzzy here. At the, this is why we, <laughs> we love to travel. This will never be replaced. 
uh, by VR either. One of the things here from the show that I wanted to, to talk about uh, in terms of negativity on the show yeah. is a lack of buyers. A lack of people who oh, are looking here? to buy. Yeah, at the conference. Yeah. I guess we're talking about HR tech yeah, yeah. Uh, in this segment of the weekly show. But if there's one negative, and I would say that we both agree that it's a good crowd. Traffic's been steady. Um, I don't know if it's pre-pandemic levels yeah. Yeah, at this yeah. point, but clearly things are loosening up. There are buyers here, but it doesn't seem like there are enough of them. One of the creative ideas, and i, I got to give credit uh, to our boy Evan, uh, your friend Evan, <laughs> Mr. PR Wiz, uh, is that they should have a scholarship. Uh, HR Tech should have a scholarship where we're going to bring buyers. We're going to bring people that bring uh, that write checks. We're going to pay for their flight. We're going to pay for their hotel. And we're going to get you, the vendor, more people who are buying products and services as opposed to more or less being a yeah. partnership, a raise money, a sell the company kind of show. Should it be more of a buyer show? I personally don't think so. One of the reasons why I like HR Tech is I know what it is, right? Yep. It The animal that it is is uh, strategic alliances driving revenue, not just direct to brands, right? And then also investors, right? Yep. I, I, think, I think that's really the wheelhouse for HR Tech. Uh, there are some practitioners here. There's no question. Yep. But the big focus is technology and making those deals and making those those revenue generating deals that again aren't all uh, direct to employer. So I think every every event who wants to be all things to everybody is nothing to anyone, right? Yeah. So I think HR tech is they're doing well what they do well. Um, if you want practitioners, yeah. right, you're going to go to Unleash, which will be next week, right? Yep. If you want practitioners and teams and learning events and all day, right, you know, like all hands meeting type, you go to RecFest, right? They, yep. They're all, they're different animals. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that I personally. Do, I do think saying that though, uh, the content from what I've seen covers everybody. It's yeah. not like the, it's not like the sessions are, you know, how to build an API into whatever yeah, yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. how to get more traffic to your SaaS yeah. company. Yeah. So if you are a decision maker, a buyer, a practitioner out there, I do think there's a credible value. Yeah. Not, I mean, just the content alone. Yeah. Um, but also you should know about these companies. You should know about the technologies that are here because there are some really cool technologies. There are a lot. Really cool experiences. Yeah. So uh, I know we have a lot of practitioners who listen to our show. Yeah. Uh, HR Tech should be on your radar for sure. Don't just stick I, with the Sherms. I do agree. Don't just stick well, with and I think, I think it, to some extent you can kind of like fly under the radar because most of the companies who've been here, most of the vendors who've been here understand the animal what of HR Tech, right? Yeah. And then as a practitioner, you can come in and you can learn and there's not as much kind of like pressure on you. You know, yeah. are you a check writer? Are you a check writer? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the, the, the whole intent of the team that they send isn't really focused on sales to direct employers. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a lesson for like you and I love the startup alley or whatever the hell they call yeah, it. This, yeah, is, yeah. Yeah. this is a kiosk. You get a little bit of real estate, yeah. but these are the most you know, energetic, passionate, yeah. excited uh, companies out there, I think maybe they come to the show thinking we're going to sell a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and you need to like ro you know, pivot your expectation. This isn't a we're going to sell fifty grand of stuff. Yeah, this is a you're gonna you're gonna get your name out there yes. in the community. You're gonna build relationships and integrations yeah. with companies. So maybe that's where a lot of the pushback comes. Yeah, the old veterans. The paradoxes, oh, the ISIMs, oh, they know. They know that they're not going to get yeah. a huge ROI. Yeah. They're going to build brand and, and touch base with people. Exactly. In a great town to do that yeah. uh, in a place like in a place like Vegas. Yep. 
Long story short, we're going to keep coming back oh, to this yeah. conference because, yeah. because we love it so yeah. damn much. And again, thanks to Fuel 50 for allowing us to crash. Gave us nice place. Look at these comfy chairs. I mean, it's it's good time. I need a comfy chair, You Chad. do need a comfy chair. I, That's my ass point. needs oh my a comfy God. chair. You're so spoiled. So fucking spoiled, <laughs> I swear. All right, so we're, at, we're Paris. If you're listening to the show and you're yeah. going to be in Paris, we'll be at the Tex Kernel booth. Yes. Doing the, just this. Come uh-huh. by and say hi. Uh, bring us goodies, whatever. Yes. My wife is joining me, and she loves chocolates. Uh, she loves the European chocolates. Yes. So, so feel free to, to drop some of those by. But otherwise, no rest for the wicked. You and I are headed out to the airport today. Yes. Uh, I get like a few hours sleep, and then we turn around and, and head out to and, Europe. And I've just, I've just been informed we have two more uh, interviews, so we have to wrap this up okay. and get back, kids, because you love this shit. And the good news is this will fill all our stuff for the holidays oh, it's good so time. I can catch up on all my naps <laughs> over the holidays. <laughs> like he's ever missed a nap. Yeah, never missed a nap. Chad, this has been a fun week. Yeah. I'm excited for Paris, but this has been great. Another one in the can. We, we out. out. Wow. Look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chad and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast-forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell, enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey, or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. No, you hung out with these two chuggleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt. But save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite Western, you can't quit them either. We out. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.